Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at LMFM.ie Now from that motion that was uh, debated in the Dáil yesterday to a bill that was introduced in uh, the Shannon by the Civil Engagement Group of Independent Senators which called for a moratorium on deportations and indeed deportation orders for the duration of the pandemic. No deportations have occurred since March in respect of persons who are unsuccessful in their application for international protections in this state. I believe the low number of deportations since March reflects the discretionary approach which I'm applying on the administrative basis in working, is working effectively. During the Level 5 COVID-19 restrictions, I also asked my officials to review the issuing of these letters and no refusal letters or letters enclosing a deportation order have issued to anyone in the international protection process since. To those who have received this, and I'm very conscious of the, the 469 that have been mentioned to those who have received those deportation orders since the start of the pandemic. But before this review, please be assured that we will continue to apply the same pragmatic approach that I have just outlined uh, and that this will continue throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. That's uh, the Minister for Justice, Helen McEntee, who was uh, speaking in uh, the Shannon to that bill yesterday. Independent Senator Alice Mary Higgins is on uh, the line. And good morning to you. Uh, do you feel reassured after hearing from uh, the Minister yesterday, Senator? I would put a, a kind of a cautionary note in that I I think it's really good that there's been a bit more clarity on terms of policy and indeed a change in policy because we know that deportation orders have been issuing over the last few months. As, as the Minister said, there have been 469 uh, issued. Uh, at the very beginning of the pandemic, uh, there seemed to be a pause in whereby they were only issuing um, positive decisions in that if your application has been successful... You were receiving it. But they then did move to issuing deportation orders and people were being required to to present themselves for deportation. So, again, when you get a letter like that telling you to present yourself for deportation, it has a huge impact, not just on an individual, but on their community, because many people are very deeply embedded in their community Mm. and friends, our family, our partners, our colleagues. So we know that people have been getting these letters. They've been having to come up to Dublin to present to the Garda National Immigration Bureau for deportation. And in fact, there was, uh, I know, at least one case who's, who is presenting today. Um, and while the kind of the message that had originally been coming around, well, we, you probably won't be deported when you present, the message in the letters people are receiving is that you are presented for deportation. So 
But I think it, it is reassuring that the minister is seems to have now indicated in response to our bill that she is moving back to that position of not issuing new orders. And I think, but for the 469 people who've already received orders, I think it's really important that that they get some kind of a, a kind of a clear communication from the minister. And again, actually, mm. the message uh, given by the Taoiseach in the chamber. Um, which, again, he was also commenting on our bill, he said that he regarded now that unless people re- represent a threat to national security, they should not be deported at this time. So mm. I would put it this way. I am, I am glad that the government have now indicated that they intend to use their discretion in a way which will not uh, be deporting anybody except for if it is a threat of national security. Uh, and the Taoiseach was quite clear. He uh, was he responding was to Jennifer Whitmore. He said that while deportation is part of the wider migration management programme, in the context of COVID, there's an obligation to the health of people, irrespective of status, and that they will not be deported unless there is a, a threat to national security. So uh, that would appear, that combined with what Minister McEntee said, uh, would appear to address the concerns uh, that you hoped uh, to address in your bill. I, I, well, absolutely. I mean, uh, I was always clear, and we were very clear in putting forward this bill. We were presenting it as legislation because, you know, it, it, I think it's always good practice to show how a thing can be done in legislation. But if the government were to respond by addressing the issue in another way, and they seem to have done so, then I really I regard that also as, as a very positive achievement and a positive step forward. So if they are willing to change and make it clear their policy again. So I think it really was quite a landmark moment that mm. they, the statement made by by the Minister and by the Taoiseach in particular, I think it will give people some reassurance. It's also worth bearing in mind that it's in line with actually what the UN Network on Migration has been calling on countries to do. So the UN Network, uh, the United Nations Network on Migration, have specifically called on nations mm. to suspend forced uh, returns during the pandemic in order to protect the health of migrants and communities, you know, regardless of those migrant status. And they've noted that forced returns intensify the public health risk for everyone. Mm. Uh, so I think it's, this is this is good practice. But what we now know is there's a commitment publicly to that good practice. Mm. Uh, and they're, they're, they're separate issues and they're not, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, and uh, whilst uh, your bill uh, was in relation to migration policy, it really was a question of public health. Uh, and yeah. the minister spoke about public health for people who may be concerned about coming forward for vaccination yesterday as well. And uh, I think uh, what was said uh, was received quite well. It was very positive. And it's actually worth noting that I had got uh, we had got a similar um, uh, reassurance uh, previously when I had been uh, speaking with former Minister Simon Harris on health. In the early parts, when it was about testing, we really sought a reassurance that people who came forward for testing wouldn't be concerned that that would somehow put them on the radar in terms of guard the National Immigration Bureau or put them in danger in any way. And I think it's now really appropriate and positive that there's been a similar reassurance issued in terms of those who come for vaccinations. Because, of course, we absolutely want anybody uh, to come forward and to, 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 especially those who are high risk, of course, mm. and, you know, in the appropriate scale of rollout, to, to, to get vaccinated, to access the COVID vaccine as it becomes available and not to... Um, have any concern that that is in any way going to 
uh, affect them or if that's going to affect their relationship with any other part of the state or its authorities. And I think that's really important. Mm. And again, as I said, it was really important in terms of testing and it's also now really important in terms of vaccination. So that is a positive assurance. I would say that kind of messaging is really important. I do think there is still perhaps a little bit more to be done around the messaging that goes not maybe in the chambers and it's good mm. use, it's very useful to have this discussion on, on radio as well but for people in terms of the letters themselves that go to people who are for example facing deportation I mean the language of the letter very much says that you are required to present yourself for deportation from the state uh, for the purpose of ensuring your deportation from the state pursuant to the Immigration Act uh, and says that you may be arrested or detained um, uh, without warrant otherwise. And I, and we do know, uh, I've heard of a case that unfortunately, even since the debate yesterday, somebody who um, just at the weekend was, was arrested with five minutes notice. Okay. Um, so uh, in a, a case um, in the west of Ireland. So yeah. uh, and I, I suppose you... there is more to be done. I think the, the policy shift is really positive. Mm. But it's really important that that translates down into practice, if you know what I mean, on the sure. ground. And you'll, you'll probably hear stories like that forevermore, uh, not just here, but uh, almost yeah. anywhere in the world. Uh, but I think uh, it's also true to say that uh, the minister and subsequently the government uh, has surprised a, a lot of people in terms of attitudes uh, towards migration and uh, policies. Uh, what we've been discussing today, for example, uh, that people won't be deported until we're uh, able to say the pandemic is behind us, uh, that uh, people can go uh, to get vaccinated and nobody will be asking any questions uh, about uh, their residency or what status they have in this country. And, and the minister then surprised uh, TDs last week uh, when uh, the Labour Party brought forward a a bill about giving residency to children who were born in this country uh, but didn't have uh, residency and uh, she said, yeah, we'll do that and we'll go further. We'll give it to some 17,000 illegal residents in the country. Well, exactly. Well, I would put it, it's not necessarily even 17,000 illegal residents, but it's those who are undocumented who've fallen out of the system And, and, and I think this is an incredibly positive move by the Minister. I've praised this uh, in the past, because what it does is it, it, it allows people, and we know this from the United States, you know, the many, many Irish people who've been in positions of being undocumented and how important it is. It is really around regularize, regularizing the status of a lot of people who are undocumented. And it's around, it actually will be almost a chance to address a lot of failures of the system of the past, because we know that there's people who've been here 12 years or eight years who have deep roots in the community, who have lots of friendships and family, who are active and working in many cases um, and contributing. Um, uh, and they are still have this kind of shadow over them because mm. their status, uh, they don't have official status. And it, it gives a pathway to people in terms of regular, regularising their status. Mm. It's going to be really, really positive. Yeah. No and different I, than the undocumented Irish in uh, America, a point I think that's being made many times over this exactly. week. Exactly, and, okay. and we know mm-hmm. how many of those are very active contributing. This is, so this, this route, this pathway, is really positive because we want anybody who's in our community and who's part of our community and who's working, we want everybody to be able to be in the open and fully, fully part and fully free to participate fully in society. And I think this is a really great step. I think it's a really important step in terms of, and we know, you know, the children who are born here and who are growing up here, that they need to be part of uh, a society and have that assurance. Don't, I don't think it is good practice mm. in a nation which, bear in mind, you know, 
Like while we had the citizenship referendum in 2004, since then we've had a referendum on the rights of the child and we've collectively said that children's rights are really important to us as a nation. Mm. So I think it's really appropriate that she's taking action on both of those issues. And I, I have been in touch, and we, I will be engaging actively with her around that. And also around the day report. Um, so the day report which came out and had a number of re- recommendations of how we can improve our, our process. That's Catherine Day. Uh, That's Catherine uh, and, Day, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. report into um, direct provision and so on. Senator, I have to... ...set of proposals, and some of those actually relate to the issuing of deportation orders. For example, uh, Catherine Day recommended there should be a 30-day period for you to decide how to respond rather than a five-day period for you to decide how to respond. And little things like that will make a okay. big difference to people in terms of being able to access you know, legal support to talk to friends, to talk to family and uh, our friends in, in their country of origin as well. So. Okay, I have to leave it there, Senator. I've run yes. over time, but thank you thank indeed you for so joining much. us. Uh, thank you very much indeed uh, for that matter. That's uh, Senator Alice Higgins, Independent Senator. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from nine on LMFM. To contact us, email now: michael at lmfm.ie. 